let's get started. We are at the bottom of the page, four lines from the bottom on Tafsamakalanum base. Um Rabyosi Loposaksiorin. So Rabyosi had an issue with the barley. He said only only Rabbi Yishmael was who lives near Rome has barley as as an allotment. So the Gemara says, "What do you mean, Elbe Edom Hudaklin Seorin Bekula Amalakli? What nobody else eats barley? Only only near only near Edom near Rome they eat barley." So the Gemara says, "No, no, no, that's not what he was trying to say." Okay, come on. What he's really saying is this: Lopasuk Seorim Kiflayim Bechitin. The only time you need double barley to wheat, that's only is Elorim Shmuel Shal Yisamach Adam was near Adam. The Pnei Seorim Adomios, the the Roman barley. Roasting is very poor quality, and there's very little. So even though it's, you know, it might look like a lot, but it's and when once you grind it down to flour, it just ain't. You know, it's not that much. Okay, it's not going to give you that much bread. So that's why, um, that's why it doubles. But the other places, the barley, uh, it, uh, the barley that is provided for would not need to be double the amount of wheat. Okay, we give her also a half. Uh, uh, half a, a cav of beans. Now, so the Gemara bothered that we noticed we're not giving wom, uh, the woman when he's away the a wine allotment. So, and wine was a very common drink in those days. So, what's going on over here? So, we don't provide wine for a woman because wine is something that can lead to promiscuity. Um, and uh, if he's not, especially when he's not around, so if her husband's not there, it puts her in a, in a mood, so that's a problem. Now, Vim Tomer, the Gemara says, El Mahavai, So, so it sounds like, you know, drink, okay? So, uh, what a, uh, it sounds like from the Pasuk that she would be entitled to the bread. The, the water, the wool, the linen, right? The oil and drink. What's the drink? Okay. So the Gemara says that doesn't mean drink, i.e., wine, but rather it's from Shisha Mishtokekes Ben. It means something that a woman really likes. That's, that's jewelry we're talking. Okay. Now, so in other words, don't think it means wine. Now, Darish Rabbi Udaish Kvarnivirya in Nivirya, Pamirlish Kvarnifor Chayal, question where it's from. Where do you get this idea that we do not provide wine for a woman when he's uh, uh, giving her food by an intermediary? She got up after she ate in Shiloh, and after he drank, he drank and she did not drink. So what do you say? That she did not have any wine. So you see, it's not it's not necessarily true that the women have have wine. So Gemara says, Only she ate and he didn't eat. So Gemara says, is that true? He only she was eating. So Gemara says, no. What we're focusing on is that there's a change in the expression here. Kamrina, that's where Balvain We're talking about what she's doing. We're not mentioning the husband at all. So uh, my time is shani. Why would we switch from her perspective to her husband? That makes no sense. Shaso below shasas. Why is that? Shvami uh, now that only she only he's drinking, not her. Okay. So the Gemara says may say regila no We saw that uh, if she's used to drinking wine, then you do give her wine because it doesn't affect her the same 
you develop, it's, it's only for women who don't usually drink wine, so we don't give her wine if you're not there, right? Regilashani, um, uh, you're right, if it's common, then it's different. If she's expected, then you give her one cup. If she's not usual, so then you give her two cups. <laughs> it's just, okay. What does that mean? My kamar, what are you saying? What are you saying is it's regila, then bifne baila shnekosos. If she's usually drinking two cups with her, when she's with her husband, she has two glasses of wine. So then shalom bifne baila, when she's not with her husband, then you give her only one when he's not there. Okay? Ain regila, if she's not used to wine altogether, so bifne baila, when she's with her husband. Um, so meaning if normally she's she's only drinking one cup of wine when her hus- and that's when her husband's around. So so then don't give her at all. So in other words, if she has a very little tolerance for wine, meaning it affects her everything, so then that's a problem um, if the husband's not there basically. Okay? Because it creates a taiva for Tashmish. What? Per meal per day. Um, this is like this. I, I don't know. I, it used to be, I guess, per meal. Actually, mm-hmm. that's really what it was. Okay. Vibaisema. Um, Alternatively, regila nosen la. If she's used to wine, then you give it to her litzikekedera. That's for the wine that you put uh, cooking. You know, you put it in the pot. You know, for your roast. Okay. So that's what it's. That's the damer bavom rabbiachem meisim bekalos or shanakdim mikorim. The story goes with the daughter-in-law of nakdim mikorim. She was granted a huge amount of wine as her daily allotment for the tzike kederif because she was she was a French uh, chef, you know, whatever, and that was a nice, generous amount. It's a weekly basis. It's a lot of wine. Amr uh, lehen, as we know, Nakdim Mekurian was quite wealthy. Amr lehen. So she said she wanted to give a blessing to the rabbis. This should be what's given, granted to your daughters. So the Gemara says, Tana, we learned, Shemer's Yavim Haitza. She was actually lost her husband. She was awaiting Yibom, and that's when this allotment was applying. The rabbis weren't comfortable answering Amen, because, like, so shall you have can apply the full story, even though she obviously meant it in a positive way, that they should also be. You know, you know, in a wealthy situation that they deserve to get a lot of wine, but um, they the, didn't. The they weren't so, they, they're right, though, since the situation was in a negative thing, so they weren't really so excited about her bracha, you know, whatever. Anyway, interesting. Tana, we learned, one cup of wine is very good for a woman, okay? Calms her down. But two is already not, it's already bad. It's like, more than she should be drinking. Shlosha, if it's three, tobas bepet. Then, uh, then she loses her inhibitions, and she will request relations verbally, which is considered very inappropriate. And Arba, then she'll be totally stoned. Afil chamor tobas b'shok. She'll be so desirous, and she'll be literally embarrassing to the extent that even in the marketplace she'd be... Um, Desiring relations with even animals. That's the idea. And that's why it's very important to keep the wine intake measured. Okay, that's the idea. This is only, this limits, these limits 
only is only applicable when the husband's not there. But Bali Ima lost Lamba, there's never a concern when the husband's there. So the Shaili is, is that, wait a second, one of our proofs that she wasn't drinking was from Chana. But Chana, the Bali Ima, wasn't she with her husband? So the answer is, you're right. But Aksanoi, Shani, there were guests. And when they're guests, since they're not going to be, again, the idea is, is that wine puts a woman into the mood of wanting to have relations. That's fine if it's appropriate where you are to have relations, or if you're with your husband. But if you're not with your husband and you're putting her in the mood for relations, you're setting yourself up for problems. Okay? When you're a guest in somebody's house, you should not be having relations in that house. They got up early in the morning, they prayed, they bowed before God. And they returned to their house in, in where they lived in Ramasa. And that's when he was intimate with his wife. So he waited till then to be intimate with his wife. They scored Hashem and Hashem remembered her. So Hashem, now is when that happened, make her love. But before that, he didn't have relations because he was a guest. That's the idea. Okay, so we got here an interesting story. Choma. Choma is a is 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 the visit of Abaya. She was the wife of Abaya. Abaya had passed away, and Asayla Kamei the Rava, and she came before Rava to figure out her allotment, what she's in, what she's you know being granted um, from from the for the ksuva for her food. So I'm related. So Mizone, I want food. So possibly I said, sure. Here's the food allotment. So I want wine. I know Abaye, good friends with him. We, he didn't drink wine, so what do you need wine for? So she said, What do you mean? We had these nice long glasses, you know, this big, whatever. And she pointed, like she, and she showed with her arm how much. So Choma was, by the way, uh, a real beauty, okay? So while she was showing, Igli Dara, her arm became visible. You know, normally she kept it covered. Nafon Lahora Bebeidina. And um, she had such a, a, a beauty to her that it shined up the base medrash, okay? The Bezdin. Um, now, Rava was the Bezdin. So come Rava. So Rava said, I knew, okay, excuse me, I need to, this court is in recess now. Um, base he went home, and Tava, the pastor of Chizda, and he was married to the daughter of Chizda, and he uh, was in the mood for relations. Okay, you're following the story? Okay. Amr lay pastor of Chizda, so pastor of Chizda, very clever woman, she said, man have ha you never come home in the middle of Bezdin to uh, have relations, this is unusual. Who was in court just now? Choma, the wife of Abayah. So Nafka, Basra, so she went out, Basra, the daughter of Chizda, went to court, and Machtala Bekulfi the Shida, and she, she gave her a clap, this Choma. Ad Avkala Mikul Bechuzan basically kicked her out. Amr la, Katatalech Tlasa, Basra Mikta Because Choma lost three husbands already. Um, and she all, met, all of them were great rabbis, okay? Um, and, uh, and you want to take more? In other words, because she's showing off her beauty, so to speak, and somebody's going to want to marry her again, and that's, the, and that's the thing. Anyway, bottom line is, 
we brought in the story because the wine allotment. Okay, all right. Anyway, interesting story. The visitor of Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, prayed to Rav. She came before Nehemiah Bar Yosef and she said, I want food. I want wine. I gave him wine. The reason why I'm giving him wine is because you're from the town of Mechuzah and Mechuzah they drink wine. It's like, a, it's like you know, it's, it, everything depends on the locale. If, if it is customary, so the woman is used to it and it's not a problem. The visitor of Yosef prayed to Rav Nashim midvil asoyle kameder of Yosef amel psokli mizonim pasukla pasukli chamer pasukla psokli shirai. I want silk. Amar lea shirai lamla. What do you need that for? Amar lei lach ulechabroch ulechabruroch. I need it for you. I need it for your friend and for the whole group. The source for the funds to pay for these is from the state. State. Because that's where we're, we're all talking about where the husband is not around, mm-hmm. so they need it. They are right. Okay. So anyway, so that's the story. Um, so we're talking about a bed here that he provides a bed. With, so meat is the frame, the mappet is the mattress, and the maxelis is another type of mat. So the question is, mappet and maxelis lamala. Normally, you have the bed frame. There's a leather, they used to put a leather thing that you're sleeping on. It's comfortable. Why do you need all these other things? So there are some beds, and this is the custom, and that place, the bed was a rope bed. Rope beds are not comfortable. They're bumpy, they're knotty. So you need to put something, a mattress on top, a mat, so they had a reed mat or something on top of it. That's what it was, to make it more comfortable. The because if you sleep on a on a, on, a, on a on a better rope, you're gonna get old quick, okay? Because you wake up with the back pains, you sound like an old person. You don't give her pillows and comforters. You do give carbacasas. Now, what's the case? I don't understand what the scenario is, because either that's the norm. So my time at the Tanakam, why would the Tanakam say not? If it's not the norm, my time to Rabbi Nelson, who says yes. It's normal for him to have pillows and comforters. Not normal for her. So Tanakam is He tells her, When I'm gone, you don't need the comforters because that's only when you're with me. When, when I'm not here, you don't need it. And when I come back, I'll bring it. With me. For Abnasan Sover, no, Amrlay, she can say, Sometimes you come very late and you won't be able to bring it. I like to have it. So, what are you going to do? You're going to forget your mattress, and then you'll just take my mattress, and then I'll have nothing to sleep on. I'm going to sleep on the floor, so I'm sorry. You get a separate set, okay? Uh, uh, also, a head covering. I don't understand why is the clothes allotment so minimal and the shoe allotment so strong. Every holiday, you're getting her a pair of shoes. Like, how much shoes does she need? Okay? I think every husband asked that. <laughs> how many shoes does a woman need? So, it's Gemara's question. We're the Gemara. 
That Tana is in places, a mountainous area, okay? Hill country. They go through shoes quickly, um, and you need at least three pair a year. So, and as a side point, Kamashwan teaches us once you're giving, you have, once you already need three sets of shoes a year, we're teaching us a side point in it should be done on the holidays. Because every time she gets a new pair of shoes, it creates a simcha, and therefore it should always be before the holidays. Once you're ready, because it's three holidays a year, do it around the holidays. Okay, next we said. Well, I mentioned before, that sounds actually like a lot of clothes. So, we're not talking about the proper zuz, we're talking about the lesser, uh, the lower, the eighth of that. Okay? How do you know that? How do I know it's not referring to a lot, the large amount? Because it says in the mission, this is for the poor man in Israel. No poor man has 50 zuz to spare. So he's like that. Where is he going? He didn't have that kind of money. So Elish, we're talking about the the smaller denomination of zuz. which is an eighth of the full of the. There's a Sela Medina and So it's like the smaller amount. It was an eighth of the value. So it's a lot less, a lot cheaper. We said you don't give new clothes in the. In the in the summertime, and old clothes in the wintertime, because the new clothes is uh, thicker. Now, talking about mutter moisturizers, what happens to her leftover food, extra food from that she doesn't eat in the allotment? So the baal it goes back to the husband. Moser blows, but the leftover worn out clothes, the isha goes to the woman. Moser blows the isha lama. Well, why does she need the worn out clothes? How many, how many sets of garments does she need? The answer is, she, wants to, she needs to wear different set of garments when she's having her period. Because you don't want that when she's... It's the same clothes that she's wearing when she's, her, when she's having her period as she is when she's permitted to her husband. It's going to be a bad association for the husband. So therefore, if she wears different clothes when she's in, having her period, that's from couple of seasons back and um, and therefore she wears different clothes when she's permitted. Now most of blows are mana, uh, the leftover of the blows of a widow, the Yarshav goes to his inheritors. So why is that? So awesome who the whole thing is of, of, of the worn out clothes, well why does it go to her? Is cause so she shouldn't be um, you know, it was for the husband's sake that she she should be appealing to her husband. over here, you know, she's she's a widow. He's dead, so she doesn't need to look appealing for anybody. Okay. Now, We talked about the spe- the extra spending money that she also needs. Okay, that's the malkasav. And then we said that they eat together from Friday night to Friday night. What does that mean, eating together? So that's the we mentioned that in the Mishnah. So Mayuchalas, what does it mean? Eating. So Nachman Amarochalas Mamish means eating. What it sounds like. So they even though you know he you know he's gone all week, but Shabbos Friday night they they need to eat together. And Ravashi Amar Tashmish it means relations. Natana Chalasimolele Shabbos says they eat Friday night. Bishlam Lamadem Rachila Ainu Tiktani Chalas. If eating means eating, it's because we said eating makes sense. Elamandi Amar Tashmish Mayuchalas. Why use the word Ochalas if it means relations? 
It's a cleaner expression, you know. So as we find in Mishlei, Achla she eats umachta pisha wipes her mouth. I never did anything wrong. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean eat over there. The context is quite clear. It's talking about relations. And um, she cleans herself afterwards. And she said, I never did anything. But um, but she did. Okay. So, Meisvei, there's a question from Shimon Gamliel Omer. Ochelas, Belele, Shabbos, Vishabbos. She eats Friday night and Shabbos day. Now, Bishlam, the Madi Amar Achila, if it means eating, so that makes sense. You have the Friday night meal, you have the Shabbos meal together. And the he needs relations. Tashmish for Shabbos, who has relations during the day on Shabbos. Israel are holy people. They don't have relations in the daytime. So Gemara says that's not a question. If you have the room darkening shades, so the room's dark, you can, it's butter, even during the day. Now, we mentioned if she's nursing woman, then she, her, her quota is lowered, but her allotment of food is raised. So, even though man is not required to feed his children as minors, but young, extra young minors, he does do. And I'm kind of told what age is that a requirement at Ben Sheish till six years. Kid Ravasi, Ravasi, Dam Ravasi, Kadam Ben Sheish, Yotze Be'eruv Imo. He goes out with his mother's Eruv, meaning if the mother said a tchum in one direction, father said a tchum in the other direction, he is attached to the mother's Eruv, um, with understanding that that's where his food is. So the Gemara says, how do you know that this is true? The nursing mother is granted extra food. For the child, which means that it is on the father for to take care of the young children, might uh, pay for her their food. My time because he's eating with her. So the Gemara says mishum No, maybe not. But no. So the Gemara says maybe mishum Maybe because she's she needs to eat more food, not because we're providing her more food. So because she's feeding the kid, not necessarily true. But you know, also you know, but uh, but, but it's because uh, she's she's ill when you, she's nursing. So Gemara says if that's true, okay, let's name Haysachola. So say sick person. So Gemara says my Haysachola. Why is he nursing? And with them, how come Ashman? Maybe that's to to teach you that kiddush itself. It's not Minika. It's Cholos. You know that a, a nursing woman is in a sense like an ill person that needs extra food, extra energy. So Itmar, in the bottom line is Amra Amra Yishuv Malivim Mosifu LaYayin. That uh, in addition, you also add more wine to her allotment. Why Because actually, it helps in the milk production. And that's the end of the chapter. All right, we'll just do a little bit to the bottom of the page. Woman finds something. She goes uh, and she, she's walking down the street and she finds a diamond ring. In her earnings, the Bible goes to her husband. An inheritance that she receives from her family. He, he, uh, he gets to eat the uh, income from that Yerusha in her lifetime. What if she gets embarrassed? Um, and, you know, somebody you know, embarrasses her or, or harms her, physical harm. Uh, Shalosh, she gets to keep that. Review the Bamsir Omer. No, Bismarck Shabbat Seyser. If it's 
when it's somewhere in a private part of the body, not visible. Um, she gets two measures, below Echad, and he'll get one measure. So two thirds to her and one third to him. But if it's out in the open, because he's embarrassed that she has this physical deformity or ailment or whatever it is, and it's relevant to him as well. Okay? Shalom, um, the part that goes to him, just goes to him right away, but goes to his pocket. And what happens to the part that's hers? You lock up in karka, you buy land from it. But who? And that land he can use to produce the fruit. And that's where he, but the land remains hers. Now, Michael Mashmon with the Chiddush Tanina. It's a Mishnah. Havzak and Bevito, and father has his daughter, has rights in his daughter, Bikidusha, to marry her off, because of Shtar Bevia, whichever way, with money, with the document, or with relations. Zakim Bimsiyasi is entitled to what she finds, or Masyadeh on her earnings. But first, Nadrani has a right to nullify her vows. Mekabla's Kiti can receive her get on her behalf, and she does not get to eat fruit. Oh, he does not eat fruit um, um, in her lifetime. Nieces, but once she's married, yes, her love about The difference is, is when she gets when when she gets married, then her husband has all the things that the father has, plus that he that any of her property that she brings into the marriage, he gets to eat the produce of that, the income from it in her lifetime. And Boshaso Pigma, it's the Khidish is the reason why we need to this Mishnah. It's true, we know what that the husband gets all those things, but we didn't know is that Boshas and Bakam had it figured out. because as we see in the Mishnah, it's a big machlokes. Where does the money all go to her, or does portion of it go to him? And does it make a distinction whether it's private in a private area or in a pop, pop, in a, in a visible area? So that machlokes is why we needed the Mishnah. All right, we'll stop over here. Take from you tomorrow after the first minute. Okay. Okay. So uh, we'll continue from there. The it brings down we're on the f- uh, fifth line on Daf Samachsayin Tanya. I'll see the mercy of uh, uh, the, the, the consolement of God. I actually saw, this is Reb Lazar, Reb Tzadok, saying, I saw her, you know, gathering barley out of, you know, from the hooves of the horses in Akko. And I read this pasuk about on her. That you're there at the hoofs of the sheep, okay, and uh, grazing, you know, and shepherding Gideo Sayach. So he says, don't read it out, which is basically saying that, you know, that she's, you know, so desperate for, for a little bit of food. And that's what happened. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. I'm Rav Shem I'm Rav Yochanan. So we talked about two 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 groups basically when what what a woman brings into the marriage, cash is elevated to more money right because you could it's, it's fungible you can you can do a lot of things with money, so it's it, it, what when she when he writes in the ksuba what he received he's gonna have to add on a third. We said also valuables that goes down in value, okay. So now we're talking about a third group. If she brings in gold, then you evaluate the gold. That's equal to its value. Because it's something that really, it's not like a, 
a utensil that goes down in value as, as time goes on, it's assumed to maintain its value because gold is maintained, you know, it has value for the material, nothing to do with its functionality. Okay, so, Maysfair, the question is this, it says that it's like Kalim. My love, Kalim, doesn't mean like any, Shalkasaf isn't like any Kalim, Kalim of silver, depoxy, that it, go, that it, gets, it goes down in value? Someone says, look, it's like a vessel of gold. It's a low poxy that it doesn't go down. Meaning, it's coming to say that it's not like cash. Don't are consider it cash. What? Are they valuing the clay as a clay or the gold itself, as a, as a metal? When they're talking about that. It's whatever, obviously, the when clay, you... A clay obviously loses its value. The metal doesn't. I mean, the gold itself stays... That's, well, that's exactly the question, how to look at it. That's the question. So when it's saying that it's like a keli, what do you mean? Do you mean to say that it loses value and then you've got to put in a less a fifth? Or you mean, are you saying, no, the metal it's, itself. it's the metal itself and therefore it maintains its value. Yeah, and therefore gold, it, the gold stays gold. Right, silver exactly. Silver loses it. It can it's, tarnish it's, and it loses yeah. its value, right. love That's one question. Oh, Tanya. So, that's another question. If you don't, uh, if you're, you're in a place where they don't break it down, We'll see what that means. So then it's, it, it, you evaluate it and it's equal to its value. So the question is, which case is Rabshim Gamliel talking about? Okay, he's arguing on something, but what's he arguing on? Is he arguing on the case of gold vessels? Or is he arguing on the case of gold coins? Rabshim Gamliel, if he's going on the gold coins, then he's saying that gold coins is also not money, really. Okay. Um, the gold coin is money. So what's the deal with that? It's not acceptable. It's money. People don't accept gold. You know, somebody walks in with a gold coin, uh, they're not taking it. going in the ratio. He's referring to the first case, the golden kalim, golden vessels. My kalim, kalim shal kesef. Tanakam is saying that it's like silver, that it loses value. It's like coins that aren't acceptable as money, meaning it maintains its exact value and doesn't go down in value. So the Gemara says, low. that's not what it's saying. Well, the Masif is going on the latter step, statement. He's referring to the gold coins. And it's not you. you. You missed the level. There's a level where it's not acceptable at all. But uh, the, what it's saying is, is that sometimes, you know, a store, if you give it, uh, you know, the owner of a store will, will find a way to take a gold coin as, <laughs> as value, okay? okay? He doesn't prefer to take it because maybe he's going to be off in the gold, whatever, but he's willing to. And this is the machlokes. Since, since it's acceptable at some point, meaning you could find, you know, uh, you know, it, 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 it does. Uh, people will take it, so therefore we have to go up in value to, you know, one and a half for one. Um, it's not readily acceptable. So therefore, we do it at equal value. Uh, that's one answer. Alternatively, 
It could be all going like Gamliel. Missing some words. Zahav Din Okay, and that's If they don't take money in that place, meaning that gold gold coins are not considered money, we evaluate them and they're going to be equal value. Why it's just equal value. It doesn't get elevated, it doesn't get downgraded. Uh, but the, the use of the word kelim is wrong. It should have said kelav, like gold. Kashas, that is a difficulty. Could be we're talking about a certain type of gold that's very uh, brittle, whatever, and actually it flakes off. Okay, that's really the way I understand it. So it does actually lose value. Regular gold, it you know will have will be something mixed in with it to keep it uh, to have it maintain it. You know, stays somewhat strong. But there's certain gold that uh, can flake off and not be not and actually loses its value. The more you touch it, some gold comes off on people's fingers, and the next thing you know, it doesn't have the same weight. Ravashi Amar. Ravashi says bimemale. We're talking about right, a very thin, um, thin kind of uh, gold, 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 dust. gold dust. Right, same idea. And Amr okay. Amr new, new thing. Amr says There are certain things that are so well known uh, they automatically have a, a, a value as cash. Okay, so the sum It's like cash because it's accepted as cash. Okay, and not rubbish. What? Yeah, spice. like a certain a spice, right? A saffron, whatever it is. Okay. Amar Shmuel Ben Achmin, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Gemalim Shalaravia, Arabian camels. Um, also, Yisha Gova Parna Mehem. She gets um, a, an increase of a third, the same, because those are also. Valuable like cash, okay, that's the idea. They're accepted as cash. And I'm Rapapi, Hani Tusvi, Tebei Mechsi, Ichigova Parnem. So Tusvi Tebei Mechsi is like a certain type of garment um, of this location that also is uh, very, you know, marketable and people pay cash for it, okay? All right. So, sort of like uh, if you go on the store, you see like certain. Michael Jordan shoes, they are sellable, they're like, they're actually like cash almost, okay? Those things like that, a Rolex watch. So this is a very similar concept that there are certain things that maybe technically is a Kaylee, but they're treated as cash. Also a similar type of thing, these are uh, handbags, okay? The Gucci handbag, for instance. Also, they're also they're fungible like cash, and they are treated as cash, and they have to, and the valuation and the ksuba will go up. Okay, I'm not what sure. What knockoffs in those days? <laughs> I guess they didn't have the knockoff brands. I don't know. The Chinese went with it. You didn't discover China yet. <laughs> okay, my time asmachtaihu alaihu, kimin de chazoi de shakliluhu vinafki. Um, basically, uh, people take it as as cash. It's something that there's a great great um, demand for these things, these items, and therefore they're treated as cash. Um, when he finds land, he'll buy it with this. So basically, 
Amina asmachtayu aarahu. So basically, it's the same idea. It's like treated mamish. You know, people will take it as cash for for things like that, and therefore you can buy land with it. And that's the reason why it actually does uh, get elevated to a higher value. Like uh, collectibles and artwork. And yeah. Well, uh, certain things that there's a great demand for. I'm not. I'm not saying you know any artwork that I could paint, but. <laughs> but yeah, some things do maintain a certain different level of value that actually doesn't go down in value. If anything, it goes up in value, even though technically it might be a keli, you know. All right. Next, Mishnah. Uh, somebody who marries off his daughter without saying any amount of money that he's bringing into the marriage, 50 is the minimum. What if he explicitly says, I'm not giving her anything? Nothing. She's coming into the marriage naked. What? Why does the father have to pitch in? Isn't it the obligation of the Hatan to marry her with two hundred dues? Uh, it's two sides. If they, you know, so they're setting up the family. The husband has certain obligations. The, both families are helping out the young couple. That's normal. That's the norm. To get to. Uh, to reach the 200. To help, no, to help them, no, the 200 zuz is not given out, given right away. That's for afterwards. That's, or that's, that's for afterwards. We're talking about what, there's a standard thing that, that the mother, it's called a dowry. Money that the wife brings into the marriage. The husband also is, you know, is, is going to be, you know, supporting the family. The wife is bringing a certain amount of value in the family so that when they start them off, they should have a little bit of something. That's all. That's the norm. You'll find out. You'll find out. Okay. You still go negotiate. Anyway, so the minimum is fifty zos. Now let's say, let's say the, this is a real, you know, skinflint uh, dad who said, I'm, "My daughter is so good. She's not coming in with anything. You know, she's the." She is the money, okay? Don't worry about her or anything. I'm not providing a cent. So, lo yomar apal, the husband can say, if he agreed to it. He says, fine, I, I agree. She's a, you know, she's a gem. I'll take away I, she I take is. It. But I'll take away she is. I don't need anything from you. But he can't say, when she comes in, then I'll put on clothes on her. <laughs> no, that's not an option. You have to make sure it's Bekovedik. So he provides the, the husband will provide her clothes while she's still she's going to pay for her wardrobe before she comes into the marriage. Okay, yeah, so you don't do it in an inappropriate way. But kind of misses here. So much similar when marrying off an orphan, you you have to spend that money. The, the, the orphan, even though they don't have money, the public coffers are going to provide that minimum amount for every uh, child who doesn't have anybody to care for her. Okay, in Yesh bekis, and if there's more money available in the in the public in the tzedakah funds, so that's the money, the kiss of the wallet, right? Mefarnesenosalafichvota. If she's come, you know, she comes from a a a a, a family that's on a fall, fall on rough times or whatever it is, but she's somebody who comes from a wealthy family like that, but daughter of Nachim Megurian. So you you spend the more. So her proper honor, what's really appropriate. Very interesting idea. We'll see more about this in today's Gemara. 
This, uh, as we know, we saw there's two types of zuz. There's the zuz, that's the large denomination of zuz, and then there's the minimal denomination of zuz. And what we mean here is the lower one, which is basically one-eighth of the larger one. Which, okay. which is the one in the ketubah? The, the larger ones in the ketubah. So this is the smaller one. Um, so, Mimai, how do you know that? Midiktani is safe because it says in the safe, Yesh Bikis, the final still in If it's 50 Zuz, that's Kafadik. So, it must be, Vamrina and my kiss, Amar Chava, Arnaki Sultaka. It's the charity box. If it's the full Zuz, the full valuation of a Zuz, Yesh Bikis, how much more can you give and expect to give somebody uh, from the charity? Okay? We're talking about very pretty. It's not, this is not a lot of money. Okay? It's a lot less. Okay? Now, Tonar Banan, the rabbi says, orphan boy or orphan girl, Shabbos Parnas, they need help. Okay? Firstly, the orphan girl is given priority for charity. If there's limited charity funds, then the orphan boy, you tell him you're on your own, you got to go begging for your money. A man, he's, it's much more uh, comfortable for a man to go, go collecting. And for a woman, it's, it's less common. Okay, you could just look at Mishalachim, you'll see it's usually men. Okay, uh, we'll go collecting, but it's very, very rare that it's women. Okay. What happened to equality? Well, <laughs> don't talk about these, sir, please. Yasumi Yusoma Shabo Alinasi, if they came to get married, Messinus Yusoma, Vachakach Messinus Um Also, for marriage, you marry off the orphan girl before you marry off the orphan boy. If, if there's a shortage of funds, it's more embarrassing for her. Than it is for the man, and therefore that's where the priority is. We are marrying them both, or not? Not to each other. each other. Ah, okay. No, no, no. The point is, is that she's she needs money to get married. He yeah. needs money to get married. I don't have enough money. The money, the priority is to her to get married yeah. or first, yeah. and then when I get not more money, I'll do the the right because yeah, it's more. Public funds, right? Yeah. Right. We're talking about from public funds, from tzedakah funds. Okay. Turn around and the rabbis on Yosem Shabbat Lisa. If uh, an orphan wants to uh, get married, Sokhar and Labayis, we take care of him. We, 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 we rent him a house, Motin Lomita, and provide a bed, Vachokle Tashmisha, whatever you need. That's what we take care of. And then, after he has the basic needs, we marry him off. The sufficient lack that he is lacking, that's lacking to him. So then, Machsor is at Baizet's house. Asher Yaksar is a mita. The shulchan, that's a bed, a table, basic furniture. Lo, Zuisha, and then, and then him. So there's a Seder Advarim. In other words, you can't say, let's marry him off and let them figure out where they're going to live. No, you have to furnish him a rental, at least, and uh, a basic furniture to take care of, to, to be able to live like a mensch. Okay. So you see the word lo refers to the wife, and that's afterwards. So it's first day, and then after he has a house and a table and a bed, then you can move on to the wife. What does that mean? Uh, you're obligated, you as the tzibor, everyone else, has an obligation for somebody who's poor, to provide for him. But you're not obligated 
to make him wealthy. That's not our obligation. But Asher Yachsar Lo, which is tailor-made to him, Aphilusos Lerka Belov, Ve'evet Lorutz Lefanov, even if, if for him, meaning he was used to a much greater honor because he came from a very wealthy family and that's how he grew up. So then even to ride, even as much wealth as to ride on a horse, which, you know, or a slave to run in front of him, because that's what he was used to, but when he was wealthy, that is what would be required if you, if you, you know, from public, to, to bring him to the level that he was accustomed to. Now, Amr Allah al Hilal Azakan, I said about Hilal Azakan, Shalakakla Ani bin Tovim. There was an Ani who came from a very wealthy family, and he bought for him Echad to this fellow, Susler Kavalov, a horse to ride on, the Evad Lawrence Lafanov, and a slave to run in front of him, because that's what he was accustomed to. Kam Achaz Lamatza Evad Lawrence Lafanov, he couldn't find a slave willing to, you know, there was no slaves available, but Ratzafanov Shlomilin. And he was the runner, Hilal himself, you know. But did the did the job of running? I don't know what he, I don't know, I don't know what that is. But I'm saying, but I guess that's like a thing um, to have. Like, oh, you know, the, you know, this man is coming. The duke is coming. Whatever he is, but the guy who runs in front, that's part of the kavod, and that's what he was accustomed to, and that's what Hillel Hazakin did himself when he couldn't find anybody to pay it for. But uh, it's very, it's a very hard thing because most people would say, "What do you mean? I don't. Uh, why I should have to take care of him more than I'm uh, well than what, than what I do for myself?" Uh, that's not how it works. It goes by what the person's accustomed to. We're going to see more about this as we go on. So, Tanrabban and the rabbis learn. The story with the people in the upper Galilee. They purchased for a person who was poor, who came from a wealthy family, a fellow from Tzipori, Litra Basar B'chol Yom, a liter of meat every single day. So Litra Basar, Mayrubus, what's the big deal? That's like a normal amount of, to consume. So Amiraguna, Litra Basar Michel Ofos, it was birds, uh, that's more expensive. What was the Chiddush? Uh, meaning they spent that kind of uh, a litre of money, uh, that weight of money for meat, meaning it was expensive. And uh, not the meat was that size, but it was that amount of, that weight of money to buy meat. Um, and the Chidush here is, is a small village we was from, meaning they, they had to slaughter a fresh animal every day for, for this one man, the even though he meat. didn't eat that much because he was used to having fresh meat. So the fellow who was very poor, came to Reb Nechemia, and he said, what do you normally eat? I only have very fatty meat and aged wine, you know, like finest of wine and uh, real delicious meat. That's, why, you know, whatever. I said, look, I, you know, I don't got any of those stuff, but maybe you want to sit and eat with me some, uh, lent, you know, my lentil soup, which is what I eat, okay? So he didn't mind, so giggle him a bad dashim, so he had a, a meal of lentils, oh, mace, and the poor guy died. Okay, so basically, he died, he couldn't handle it. His, his body was only used to it, and all he could eat was that. So, Amar, woe to this person, that he got killed by Nehemiah, who gave him lentils, and lentils was just, his stomach was so um, delicate and so sensitive that he couldn't eat base food. 
So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Adraba? Shouldn't it say the other way around? What that he killed him? I mean, the bed, you know, the sad part. So the boiler, that's not what he should have said. Eliyu, who the boiler, the So the community had to provide even. He well, he's used to. He can't live less than that. To he's, eat like a wealthy man. Yes, exactly. But the chiddush, what what the Gemara is pointing out is that, you know, before you get before you lose your wealth, don't train yourself to only eat such fancy foods. That's what it's saying. Make yourself so finicky, okay, to only eat the finest, finest foods. Kuli um, to such a degree. Okay, who does look at the rubber something before? Rubber, I'm a little bit mad at the soil. What do you eat? I'm a little bit tired of goes fituma. Vianyashan, I always have stuffed birds, stuffed pheasant, and aged wine. Very nice, okay. Okay, look, you're a poor man, but don't you feel like you're you're going on 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 the public, or, you know? You're abusing. Yeah, you're abusing the public funds. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you worry about that? So this is the poor man's answer to retort to to Rav. What am I eating from from them? I'm eating from God. God is providing. <laughs> Who provides? God provides. So what are you talking about? I'm not. I don't have to worry. God has plenty of funds. I'm not on anybody else's funds. doesn't So what is it? So so It doesn't say biitam. In his time. So every person in his time, it's, he's getting what he's getting. So amazing uh, coincidence. Of course, there's no such thing as coincidence. In the meantime, the sister of Rava came to visit. He hasn't seen his sister in 13 years. He came from over, you know, far away. And she brought him uh, food as a, as a gift. That exact food, the stuffed pheasant and uh, an aged wine. Amar, so Rabbi realized that there was hashkacha practice here. So he said, "My the kama, what is this that she came here?" Amalena neisilach. You know what? You're right. I f- forgive me. I'm you know Come and eat the meal with me. You have the stuffed pheasant and have the wine. You're absolutely right. It all comes from Hashem. Because what are the chances that uh, that my sister from having seen thirteen years is going to bring that exact food that you eat? This is obviously has your address on this your food, okay? Tanra Baran, Ainlo. What sometimes? Yeah, people are really poor, but they're also proud. They're not willing to accept charity. You have that also. So no snolo leshumalval. What you do is you 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 say it's only a loan. Because they're not willing to accept charity, so it's alone. Everybody can accept the loan. You'll pay it back later, okay? And then afterwards, you know, when they have a hard time paying back, say, "Don't worry about it," you know, and that's it, okay? Um, you give it as a gift. So, then you give it as a loan. What do you mean, But we already said he's not willing to accept gifts. So the says, I'm Rabbi, lift First, you offer it as a gift. Here, I know you're in a tough situation. Here, this money's for you. 
If he refuses, then you say, okay, you know what? It's a loan. So that's still peace. You you start off trying to give it to him as a gift. If he refuses, now what if it's the other way around? Okay, and there's a guy who has enough money. He has a lot of money in the bank. Yeshlo Veino wrote to this parnas, but he has a he has a machla, a illness that he keeps. No, it's a it's an illness. It's an illness. The guy he has money. He doesn't want to use his own money. Right, you give him a gift because he's only willing to take from gifts. It's supposed to let him starve to death. And then you'll come and collect it. <laughs> you say it's a gift, and then he's willing to take it, and he'll eat. And then you'll collect it later. <laughs> if you take it back from him, he's not going to take it anymore. You'll take it after he dies. This guy, he ain't going to live forever. So, and you know that he has, you know, he's sitting on thousands of dollars, so you give him, the, he's only willing to live off charity. So you give him the charity, just keep a calculation, and then you'll take it back afterwards when he passes. Okay. Um, tell him it's ch- back then when they had the base in, but now uh, there's other laws involved. Yeah, but I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a, but anyway, yeah, they were in charge, they were able to control yeah. the, the, the market, but it makes a lot of sense, it's a very reasonable system. Okay. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, okay, now Rav Shimon, Omar Rav Shimon says, Yeshlo, ve'eno rotsa lesparnes, if somebody who has money and he's refusing to, uh, and he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to, you know, he's, he, he has the money, and he also doesn't want any charity. And he, so he's, this guy's, he, he has money. He wants it both ways. He wants it both but he refuses to accept any gifts. So what do you want? There's nothing we can do, right? So ain't this cock and low. It's not our problem. Ain't low for ain't also the spiders. But if he, um, um, so if he, if he, if he doesn't have, but he, and he doesn't want gifts, if the community uh, doesn't really, have the money, why don't you, why don't you well, again. That's a, well, we, no, it's sometimes, a no, the, it's a sickness, so we, we he, sickness. that's where he was willing to accept. Here he's not willing to accept, and he has. So it's not a problem, there's nothing you could do about it. It's on, you know, eventually, whatever. Now, what if it's this way? This guy doesn't have, and he doesn't want to accept charity because he's proud. So Amram lo have a mashkan. So he say, Give us a mashkan, and then you can take this money. This way you'll feel better. Uh, now, that's somebody who doesn't have, you you know, give him the money. He doesn't have the money, and he doesn't want to accept charity. So it's a loan. Then you end up giving it to him as a gift. Tavi Tenu, what is that? This guy has the money, he doesn't want to Come on, she knows the little shamatani, you give it as a gift. He um uh, he doesn't want to use his own money, so you'll give it as a gift and then you'll collect it after death. It's not our problem anymore. What does that mean? It's just double expression like the people speak. So you have here a story, okay? have there was a poor person in his neighborhood. He used to throw forzos into the mail slot, whatever, a little, you know, in the, in the door, you know, under the door. So there was like a little hole. Anyway, Yom Echad, Amar, Ezel, Exi, Man, I want to see who's the guy who's doing this charity. 
So the covered bee, Ahutivus, is doing this good deed to me. So Yom, it was that day, Nagalei Lamar Ukva, Bimitrash, it was late to go to the base medrash, and Asya Tivisu that day, since he was going to base medrash and it was late, so his wife accompanied him, so, because it's dangerous at night. Kim the Chazyua, the Kamatzli Leiladash, he was coming near the door, Nafat Basra, he ran out to see who it is, so Rod Mikamei, so they ran away. They came to an oven, famous story. The oven Grufa, it was cleaned out, but it was a hot oven. Uh, a grufa, uh, nura, okay? And have a mikalian, kare, the ukva, and his feet were getting burnt. Amrle devisu, so the wife of Amarukva uh, said, Shkol karech, take your feet, osavakaroi, stand on my feet, um, and because, uh, you know, I, I don't feel the burn, you'll be safe on my feet. So, cholestaiti, he said, what, I'm not. She's deserving this, of this miracle, and I'm not. So what's the deal? So he felt bad. So she said to him, it's not, we're both charitable, don't worry. I'm always at home, so when a poor man comes, I can take care of him right away. And, but you're, not, you're usually in the base medrash. And also what I give is something that is pleasurable right away. You give money, he's going to have to first go buy something in the store. But I give him food and things like that. On Michael Ehai, why are they jumping into an oven? So the Amr Marzuch Bartovia, Marzuch Bartovi says, I'm Rav in the name of Rav, Amrila, Amrav Huna Barbizna, Amrav Shim Chazit, Amrila, Amrav Yochum, Shimrav Shim Yachai, famous idea. Nochlul Adam, Shim Sasma, so Kipshanesh, better to allow yourself to be thrown into a furnace, fiery furnace, while Yalbim Prechabir Brahm, rather than embarrass somebody. So since he'll be embarrassed and he's getting charity from them, from them you, they, that's why there was. It was if that was the only place they were willing to, they were able to hide. Uh, that's the right thing to do. Now, Minalan, where do we see that Mitamar? Because Tamar would refuse, right? He would say she would not reveal who was the one who slept with her, um, uh, but to, so as not to embarrass him. Marukva had. Okay, so that's uh, that's the first story. So we had another poor person in his neighborhood. Every year, you would give him 400 zuz, every Erev Yom Kippur. Nice amount of money for the year. He sent it with his son. This guy doesn't need your money. My chazas, would you see that? You say he doesn't need the money. He's taking the aged wine, the, the fine, you know, uh, whatever, the vintage wine, and he's spritzing it around the house, okay? <laughs> to make the house smell good, okay? What kind of business, okay? <laughs> like he's wasting things, okay? Oh my goodness, I didn't realize he was such a fine schmecker. We better double the amount we give him. <laughs> when Marokka died, Amar Aisli, he was about to die, so Amar Aisli, I want to see my calculation. He kept track of his charity. Ashkach to have a ksibay, Shivas Alfi Dinre Sianki. 7,000 dinarim. Okay. Amar Zavdoi Klili, Vorcha I have only a light suitcase, and I don't have enough to carry me. It's a long way. Go, take half my money and give it out to charity because I don't have enough, I didn't give enough charity in my lifetime. Um, how can you give away half? The maximum you give is 
So the Gemara says, that's while you're alive. Because you might get poor. Here he's saying, you know, he's on his deathbed. He's not, he doesn't need to spend anymore. So now he says, I see I didn't give enough charity in my lifetime. You could give even more than a fifth. All right, we'll stop over here.